0: All right, everyone, welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I'm your host, as always, David Calvert. And today I have a uh, awesome interview uh, for you guys here with uh, Ben Brookhart. He is the CEO of Power Home Technologies. He's also the author of two books, uh, one, A Success Hurricane, How to Achieve Success at a Category 5 Level, and a children's book called Things My Daddy Says. Um, he is a phenomenal author. I've actually read both of his books. And uh, he's also here in Raleigh, uh, in North Carolina, a uh, fellow North Carolinian. So I'd like to bring him on the show, and, and uh, let's get the show on the road. So, Ben, if you'd like to just introduce yourself, and we'll go from there.
1: David, thank you for the opportunity to join your podcast here. Again, my name is Ben Brookhart, and I'm glad to be part of it. You know, David, I'm from Indiana. I'm originally a Hoosier been down in the Carolinas now for half of my half of my life and my wife says that I'm now a, a Tar Heel and you know I'm, I'm trying to push away from that cuz I still root for the Hoosiers but I think I now am a Tar Heel officially since I've been here more than half my life. But North Carolina's a great state. We love it. We've got five beautiful children and uh we certainly have been blessed. Oh,
0: yeah, I said from instead of in so that's <laughs> uh that's that's my bad yeah because i'm not originally from north carolina myself i southern ohio
1: so hey uh, you're a midwestern guy just like myself
0: absolutely absolutely and so um you know you you wrote these books and i i to be honest with you i picked up your book uh it had been recommended to me and at the time i didn't even know you were uh in raleigh um and I started reading it, and I was just like, wow, this is really incredible. You know, success hurricane. And, um, you know, I was just like, this has such great information. A lot of the business books I'd read um, up to that point, uh, like one thing you talked about, which I thought was really cool, was, like, um, you know, how you go through and do the rewards for your employees and things like that. You know, just different different things that you don't generally find in a in – a, an average business book. So, when you were coming up with your idea for the book, um, you know, how did that all come about? As far as how you wanted to lay it out and what you wanted to add.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, David, I, I don't have a four-year degree. I, I don't have a PhD. I'm not a pro athlete. I haven't written a hundred books. But what I do have is I have 21 years of of my life and business for myself that I wanted to be able to share with other people because I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that want to start a business. And they've got a lot of questions. And then there's people who have been in business for quite a while and they haven't achieved the success that they are looking for. So I figured, you know, I don't like to use the word average because I'm not average, but I come from an ordinary background, if you will. I didn't come from money. Um, you know, we were lower middle class, if you will. We weren't poor. But, you know, my friends always had more than what I had, and they went on all these vacations. And as a kid, I just dreamed about I, – I had that number of $100,000 in my mind. Like, you know, man, if you make $100,000, that just seems to be the ticket, and that's where you need to go. And, um, and as I started my career in selling home security systems back in 1997, that was my first job out of college. I I played college baseball. I got hurt my sophomore season, and so I didn't finish school. I I ended up with an associate of business degree, and um, by the grace of God, I moved to North Carolina where I knew one person, but when I started, it was to sell security systems door-to-door, which I knew absolutely nothing about, and I turned that into a career that has been great for me and my family and, you know, a, a lot of people that have worked with me along the way, and so I wrote this book to try to help other people that maybe haven't had the gift of having all the finances available and had to go out kind of the school of hard knocks and they've had to grind and do it themselves and you know when I was coming up with a title I wanted something that really stood out that could capture people's attention and so you know living in North Carolina obviously we have a lot of hurricanes so I was trying to incorporate that and I wanted success and one day I just had this epiphany like, hey, why not success hurricane? Kind of make it a metaphor. And then how to achieve success at a category five level. And you know, when you, you think of those two words, success and hurricane, they absolutely do not go together. And you know, hurricanes, they, they have all this untamed power, right? They have speed that build quickly and they knock down everything in their path. And then they, they have this growth from sucking up everything around them they change directions at the last minute with no predictive measures they have disruption in travel business closures you know just normal daily activities everything shut down with a hurricane and then they leave a path of destruction by pretty much destroying everything in their path there's nothing positive about that but when you put the word success in front of hurricane it makes you think about you know wanting successful speed in your business, successful growth in your business, successful changes in your business, successful disruption in your business, and how to have successful destruction in your business. And so that was kind of the foundation where were those five things. And, and that's what I wrote about. And, you know, I told a lot of personal stories in the book because I think Every success journey has stories along the way and that's really what makes it personal to people that as an author when you know especially when you're writing a self-help book because people really want to get to know you if you're not famous like I'm not it's like well who is this Ben Brookhart guy and you know why should I take some of the things that he's saying and apply them to my life and um so I really tried to dial down into those things and share a success story and you know, this is why this worked for me, and hopefully it will work for you if you follow these same steps. And that's really what the book is all about.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And that's one thing that I thought was really cool the way you laid it out was that you had, you know, category one, category two. You know, you kind of had this whole build-up to how to go from A to Z in business using a hurricane as a, you know, as a metaphor for that. I thought that was really cool. And then of course when I was actually uh reading your book, um it was there was a pretty bad storm. I was heading up to Raleigh actually. <laughs> there was a pretty I, bad storm. I remember storm. that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and um it was uh you know, it was really hitting home because there was this really bad rainstorm, there was a lot of winds, it was it was before Hurricane Flo but uh but yeah, there was a lot of winds and everything. I was like, Well this is kinda of like a three D experience
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But uh
0: but yeah, and that's 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 the one thing I think I really enjoyed the most about the book was just simply that it was one of those like you know, you were just basically saying, Look, here's who I am, this is what I did and you're sharing, like you said, all of those stories about yourself, about how you achieved success and kinda of giving a roadmap on uh how to get there. And uh um, yeah.
1: and you know, you know, I mean I, it's absolutely a a business book, but there's a lot of relational things in there as well because to succeed in business, really to succeed in anything in life, you, you have to have great relationships with people. And, um, you know, I was blessed to meet my wife on a blind date when I actually moved down to North Carolina. Uh, I moved down in June of 1997, and I met her in September, and, you know, we've been together ever since. But, you know, marriage is tough, right, and relationships are tough, and those are things that you have to work at every day. And so I, I talk about some of those things because those things are not right at home, they're never going to be right outside the home. And so you you have to have that balance in your life. And, you know, a lot of people ask me, Ben, how do, you, how do you stay balanced? Well, you can never be completely balanced, right? If you want more success, you're going to have to give up some other things. But when you find the success, then it allows you to get some of those things back. So it's kind of this pendulum that just goes up and down. And You know, the more you get and the more you can keep it. You know, it's 24 hours in a day and what we're chasing all the time is time. How do we get more time? It's something that we all struggle with. I struggle with it still to this day is how can I get everything done that I want to get done and, you know, and then that goes back to planning and and goal setting and all of those things that I talk about in the book as well. So I, I really try to bring everything together that has allowed me to have the success that I've had that... You know, I believe everybody can get to.
0: Absolutely, and like you said, I mean that's important is having that as much balance as you can, or
1: strategically
0: placing, you know, uh, where you want your balance and your time to be to be spent. That's very important, especially for an entrepreneur, because you think of, okay, I got to be on all the time, twenty-four hours a day. I've got to be grinding. A lot of people say that, or, and you see these these stories because other things are going to fall by the wayside. Um, so, you know, that's that's definitely a very important uh, point in, in your books as well, and, of course, what you just covered. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. And, and then, um, if I remember correctly, when we –
1: kids and story time with my kids my oldest is 15 and and my youngest is five but you know we've my wife and i have always read to our kids at at night all of them and it's been some of the best times and most memorable times because they have my attention i have their attention and so i always wanted to write a children's book And so that's always been in the back of my mind to do that. And, you know, I've started a couple times. I've had some titles. I mean, it's easy to come up with titles, but to write the content, you know, that's really where the commitment comes in. You know, you think, oh, man, that's a great title of a great book, and then you don't do anything with it. I did that several times. And then I I met Grant Cardone, who's one of the greatest sales trainers in the world, and I went to one of his boot camps. And when I left that boot camp, He he really challenged everybody in that room to do some of the things that you've been putting off for a long time, and writing a children's book was one of it. But as I thought about it, I thought, man, I just feel like I have so many things that I could share with people, practical things, that if they heard them – coming from a person that maybe they could view like, well, you know, Ben's not that different than what I am, right? He kind of grew up the same way. And if it was from that kind of ordinary position, I thought that could be a book that could impact some people's lives. So I decided that I wanted to – I just started writing, and, and the book came together, and I made a goal, a commitment. I started that book in July, and my goal was to have it finished by December of that year, and I met that goal and then I went to the editor and you know um, I'm not that great with grammar So it took a little bit longer for the editing to get completed uh Than what I wanted, but the book was launched in February and it was self-published Which I was pretty proud of I've never gone through that process before but again You put your mind to something you can figure things out and you know people have done it before you and you know you know, there's a way and so that's when Success Hurricane was was born. And then I went back to another Grant Cardone boot camp the same year. And on the plane ride home from Miami back to Raleigh is when I wrote Things My Daddy Says. I wrote it right there on the plane sitting next to my wife. And uh, it was a pretty cool experience. And so that book went a little bit faster. And I decided to do that through a publisher because – you know, I really wanted this book to get out to as many people as possible and as many platforms and when you do self publishing it has some limitations and you know, Success Hurricane is I mean it'd be great if it, it got out across the world, but really it was just kind of a my story that I can pass out to people that I know that might be having a hard time. Like, read this book. You want to start your own business, you're struggling, you're having a hard time, read this book. But the children's book it's something I want every parent to have because it's just a great book about positive affirmations that you can talk to your kids about, you know, and, and it's fun when you can sit there as a dad. And moms can read this too, but when you can sit there as a father and, you know, and read to your kids and, you know, tell them things like, my daddy says do what I love to do as long as it helps other people too. And you you talk about being a doctor or a firefighter or a policeman and just uh, – it's just a good, warm – Feeling book that uh, I hope everybody can go out there and, and purchase and read to their kids.
0: Oh well, yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's the thing, you know, is, is being able to spend time with your kids. That's so important, especially nowadays with everyone being so uh, connected to social media and other phones and computers and whatnot. It's taking that time to actually you know sit down and read your kids, and then of course reinforce, like you said, that positivity because it's like. You know the world's got so many negative things out there, you know, and uh school's not fun <laughs> for for any kid, I think for the most part, so you know having that time um to hear yeah. those things, uh, my parents were yeah. always big into that as well, you know they they told me, you know do whatever you want, they encouraged me to always um. You know, go after my dreams or try new things. And that's really helped me out. You
1: know, from, from my perspective, I can see the positive benefits of that. So, um, yeah, that's what, that's what our kids need to, yeah, that's what our kids need to hear from us is, you know, go after your dreams, do everything that you want to do and give it a hundred percent and try your best and and all of it. They need to hear those positive affirmations a lot instead of, no, you can't do this. No, you can't have that. You know, it's more yeses in their lives than the no's.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that's, I think that's really good for any, (laughs) any, anyone really, you know, because there's so many people out there, you know, that are like, like you were talking about with the, the book titles, you know, so many people are out there like, man, I could go out and do this or I could go do that or I've got an idea for this and they just never actually start it. You know, they never go out there and take that first step and, you know, head down that path and see where it leads. And, um,
1: That's a, that's a great topic right there, David, is, you know, the people that are listening to this podcast, I'm sure everybody has a book in in them. I guarantee you that we have life experiences that we can all write about. And, um, it just takes a commitment level to do that. And I tell everybody that is wanting to write a book that I got most of my writing done between 5 a.m. and 7 a.m. in the morning because I'd wake up early. I'd get that cup of coffee. And it gave me a time to just be quiet time. My kids weren't up yet. And I could just relax my mind and think and write. And, you know, sometimes I'd get two chapters done. And sometimes I might even get three paragraphs. I'd be stuck. But I I committed to that time. And uh, there's no excuses that you can't get up a little bit earlier every day to accomplish the things that you don't have time for the rest of the day. And doing it at the end of the day, you're just so exhausted and wiped out. So I always tell people, get up a little bit earlier. But if you've got a book inside you, just do it. I mean, start writing, have a plan, make it happen. It'll be one of the most rewarding things that you have is when you see your book is on Amazon. Somebody types in your name in Amazon and your book comes up. It's a pretty cool feeling, and it's something that will never, ever go away.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I've actually had a couple authors um, on here that have self-published. And uh, one, uh Kat Lemkul. she was actually like, you know, when I saw my book, you know, it was so awesome that when I saw the back of my book and saw that I had a UPC code, she was like, I broke down in tears. I was so excited. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. just a real-life application of that for sure. Um, and like you said, writing in, in the morning, our first thing, very important because, you don't, you know, your your mind's fresh, you just woke up, your subconscious is more active than your conscious, and I find that, you know, when I was writing my book, I was very, um, much more creative in the morning, and I just attacked it in chunks like you, I didn't try and like go out there and be a rock star and write the whole book in a city, you know, a couple chapters, a couple paragraphs, whatever I could get out, because yeah, sometimes you're not going to have that chapter or two chapters or six chapters in you, sometimes it's going to be a paragraph, and you're like, okay, I need to build on this, but where do I go from here? Yeah. Just
1: get a time. Step back. Yeah. I'm at it tomorrow. Yeah, and I always encourage people, try to keep a notebook with you at all times, too. I mean, I know on our phones we have note sections and that sort of thing, but old school writing for me in a notebook or a planner, you know, it's something that you can stuff in your drawer. You may not have your phone, you know, right by your side, but I, I always listen to every every place I go, I'm listening to what people say, and They make a statement. I'm like, you know, you've been there before, and you've heard somebody say something. You're like, man, that was powerful. And you're like, I'm going to remember that. Nah, you're not going to remember that. You'll remember it if you write it down. And then you write it down, and you, you have all of these notes that you compile, and those are some things that I used that allowed me to further my writing is I would take what I heard somebody said And how that made me feel and how that maybe applied to my life is how I would start another chapter or another paragraph. So, um, you know, it's okay to use what you hear other people say as long as you make it your own and you can tell your readers, you know, a story about how that applied towards you and, and in your life. And so I think that's important to let let people know as well is just always be listening and always ask questions.
0: Absolutely, and, and, yeah, definitely about the uh, about the notebook, for sure, because one thing I've found is in my personal life, uh, even not writing, is my phone is dead all the time now <laughs> since I've been mm-hmm. uh, doing so much on social networking. So I might want to pull something up, and I can't because I've got 2% battery life left. Your your notebook doesn't run out of battery. <laughs> so exactly. I keep a pen and a notebook with me just for that reason, too. Um, but yeah, because I mean that's like you said, and I I fully believe that too. Is I think everybody's got at least one book in them, one story, one. I mean it could be fiction, nonfiction, it could be whatever. But I believe everybody's got a story inside of them that they they can tell that that you know, um, you know really defines them and really allows them to share something wonderful. Um, and one thing that changed my life when it came to r- writing. Um, was I actually got connected with uh, Toph Evans um, through LinkedIn, and he wanted to have a call with me because I had posted something on one of his messages or one of his uh, posts, and, you know, I told him about my book. And I said, yeah, I don't know if it's going to happen. You know, I'm just trying this out. And he said, you need to write your book. And he says, don't worry about the fact that there's millions of books out there on the bookshelves already. Your book's not sitting there on the bookshelf. And that like totally changed my outlook. It was like no matter what somebody said, they're like, "Why are you writing? What are you doing? You're trying to write a book? Are you crazy?" You know, I didn't let anything deter me because when I heard him say that, my book's not out there yet. That like totally focused me where I was like, "Okay, yes, I'm doing this. I'm not letting anything stop me." Yeah,
1: hey, that's that's great advice. Absolutely. But, you know, one of the yeah, things I one of the things I talk about in the book is. You know, you, in Success Hurricane, is, you have to know what your, your why is. And the funny story is, is when I, when I started writing, I didn't know who Simon Sinek was. And then when I started Googling about your why, he appeared everywhere. I'm like, oh my gosh, man, like, I don't want people to think I'm trying to be Simon Sinek here. But, so I kind of made what's your, your why a little bit unique and, and different. But, To follow your why, you really need to know, more importantly, what are the why nots? And those are the things that are always going to be in your way in trying to prevent you from accomplishing what you're going after. So the why, you know, it it is that feeling that just burns deep down inside you. It keeps you going. It's your drive. It's the reason that. You're out there grinding every single day, and it's not a possession. It's not to have a big house or a fancy car. It's that thought. It's that feeling that that keeps you going. But, you know, the X's is what I call them, and those are the why nots. The biggest one is procrastination. It's the number one success killer out there is people are going to say someday – I'll get to it next time, next week, you know, all of those things. And I just believe that there's two speeds in life. It's stop and it's go. There, there is no yellow light. You know, people, they, they tend to, you know, they don't want to go where they haven't been. They don't want to stop doing what's comfortable for them. And you know, look, time is not something that you can replace. If you're going to do it, you need to go. It's stop. The red light and green is go i'm the guy that when i see yellow i speed up i do not slow down i don't want to be stuck there and um so you know procrastination is one of those things and you know laziness is the second one to follow it you know people they want easy they want to sleep in they they don't want to work out they don't want to be fit and you know The laziness, um, I have something that I call gluteal amnesia, and that's when your butt keeps forgetting to get you up. (laughs) You're stuck there on the couch. I mean, if you think about during the day, we talk about time management, and again, I'm the first to admit that I I struggle with it just like everybody else, but you really do have time to do everything that you need to do. It's just prioritizing. Am I going to watch a TV show at night? Or am I going to read this book or am I going to do this worksheet or am I going to do some research on my competition or am I going to follow up with this person or that person? I mean, it's more social – less social time sometimes and, and more work. And those are the things that we really have to make decisions on about where do we want to go. And if you look at people that are very successful, they are driven. And they have a purpose with everything they do and their day is planned out and they are always accomplishing something um at any given moment. There is not much time to sit back on the couch and just chill. So
0: Yeah, yeah, and that I mean that is, you know, super important too. I've I've not actually yet read read uh Seth's book, or I oh, not Seth, Simon's book oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's actually on my next to read list. I had to, I uh, recently finished, uh, Magnetic Entrepreneur by, uh, Daryl Erdman. And, uh, uh 'cause cause I was actually interviewing him on the podcast, uh, recently as well. And, uh, um, okay. I was like, okay, I've got to get Simon's book next. got to read that because everyone keeps telling me this is a book you need to read. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, it really so, yeah. is a great book.
0: But, uh, but yeah, I mean, and that's, that's what's so important. Is, is what you said there is, you know, that, that procrastination. You know, there's there's nothing to be lost from from stepping out there and trying. It's not like you're going to lose a ton of money if you start writing a book. It doesn't cost you anything until you start looking at, you know, publishing options and things like that where you might need to, you know, self-publish or publish your Amazon or whatever, you know, different things there. but um, But, yeah, I mean, it doesn't, you know, I started actually from blogging. I started writing my story down in a blog. People started really liking it. I'm like, okay, well that's okay, let's let's make this a little bit more professional. Let's start writing it as a book and everything and um you know, I haven't spent a dime on it outside of, you know, just you know, what I've been working on recently, um, you know, as far as getting it edited and cover art and things like that. And you know, it's it doesn't you know, just go out there and try it. What's the worst that's gonna happen? You know, you won't like it, or it's not some, it's not for you. Maybe you need to try something else. Like some people are better podcasters. Some people are better writers. Some people are better video. Some people are better at, you know, uh, video uh, creation, things like that. So it just really depends on what your uh, what your niche is, but the best way to find out is to try it. And uh, and like you said, just to keep going. Okay, that didn't work. Let's move on to the next lane. Let's try something else. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. You just don't know until you try. You know, you can't be afraid to fail and you got to be able to take some risk, too. You know, you're never going to get to that category five level of success if you don't take some risk. And, you know, in the book, I talk about the risk formula, what what I do when I assess a risk. It's always how much are you willing to risk plus how hard you're willing to work for what you're risking equals the success or failure outcome how much you're willing to put up and how hard are you willing to work for what you're putting up is either going to be a success or a failure outcome and you know a lot of people they just get scared about taking a risk and um you know until you get over that and you believe in everything that you're doing and you got to believe in people around you too and you know that's a big part of the book is you know building teams and when do you hire that next employee and when do you open up that next location and you know trust and loyalty are are two foundations in my life and my marriage and my family and in my business and every new person that i hire i learned something from mr john maxwell who's a mentor of mine and he says that every person he meets is a 10 until they're not and i've tried to take that approach in my life that every new person i meet you are an absolute 10 To me, until you prove me otherwise, and having that positive outlook with people and giving them a chance to do things um, to grow. And, um, you know, my business that I run every day, I'm in the home security business. It's a very, very competitive business. And um, higher end sales reps maybe have worked for other companies and they haven't had the success that I know that I can bring out of them because they haven't had that person that really believed in them. You know, they've had a boss before. They've never had a mentor. They've never had a leader. They've never had somebody that invested in them on trying to become a better person. And um so those are the things that, you know, you've got to be able to take some of those risks and believe in people and trust people and you're gonna get burnt. That's part of it too. And hopefully, you know, the risk formula is, you know, how much are you willing to risk plus how hard you're willing to work for what you're risking, right? So you can't put your whole life savings on the line at time if you don't know the people that you are risking it for. You have to do your homework. You have to do your background. You've got to give yourself every opportunity to be successful through your own research. And, uh, those are the things that have helped me make some, some decisions. And, you know, when I didn't do it, those are the times that I made some bad decisions. And, uh, for all the, the wives out there, I always have to give them props because they have this like internal meter that they they can tell when a deal is usually not the right deal. And as guys, we're like, no, we're going forward. We know best. We're gonna do this. And you know, every time my wife has told me, don't don't do that one, Ben. Don't make that deal or don't hire that person. She's been right every single time. I'm over on every one of those. So. Um, you know, guys, if you're married, you know, your wife, they have this intuition. Um, I don't know what it is, but at least my wife does, and I'm sure others do. But, you know, listen to your wife, talk to your wife, share stuff with your, your spouse, and you, you're going to have a better marriage and a better relationship.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's one big thing about being successful as well. Like you were saying earlier about, you know, having that balance in life—your home life and your 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 business life—is, you know, having that open communication with your with your spouse um, because you know they they're a part of this too. If you were to risk your entire life savings on a business and it fell apart, well, you know, they're in it with you. You know, they're they're part of that equation. So, um, yeah, that's definitely important. And then, of course, I thought of one of the things in your book um, uh, that you said, which was. Uh, the only place success comes in front of work is uh, uh, in the dictionary. <laughs> yeah, um, which I thought that was brilliant. I actually, as uh, as I was listening to the book in the audio book, I, I stopped. I wrote that down in my journal. I was like, okay, yeah, that's very important. That, that's that's still going on my journal.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's a, that's a good good one right there for sure.
0: Very good, very good. Well, thank you I mean so much for, for coming on the show. I really appreciate uh, you coming on and, and talking about your books. Um, I'm going to post the links to your books in the show uh, synopsis so people will be able to find them and, uh, and hopefully pick up copies because if you're starting a business, Success Hurricane is definitely a book that I think everybody should read along with, with Start With Why, um, also a, a great book. I haven't read it yet, but I've heard so many people talk about it. I'm gonna endorse it anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, no, and it and is course, it's a good one.
0: And then of course, you know, if you've got kids, you know, things like that he says. Like I said, I I want to have read. I do not yet have kids, but trust me if I do
1: that's gonna be a book I yeah. get to them. <laughs> it's a great stocking stuff for Christmas. Grandma and grandpa can get some totally. kids too and you know, David I would say as an author, one one of the things that's really important to us is you know, you really don't make money selling books, right? You're out there telling your story. You want to connect with people. And, you know, I, I, I use Success Hurricane to do speaking engagements and trainings and that sort of thing. And, um, but reviews are so important. So anybody that does have the opportunity to buy my book, whether you love it or you hate it, look, po- any type of feedback, uh, I mean, obviously positive feedback is the best part. And, but, you know, honest feedback is great. So on Amazon, they have a review site there and, after you read the book, if you just take some time and you know leave some comments, and you know that really helps us as an author to kind of get the message out so as other people are looking, that pops up, and they can kind of get a glimpse of you know what you got from that book and how it may have helped you so that's um, certainly important and um, and look forward to a couple of new books to come here i've got one children's book that I just finished writing, and um, I have another self help book that I'm getting ready to start here at the beginning of next year. So uh, I'm going to continue writing and spreading the word and the message and trying to help people become the best that they can be.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So, um, if people are looking to find out more about you on, on social media, I know that you've got your Facebook page for power home technologies. If they are wanting to find out more about home security systems, uh, which I think you're what, like one of the highest reviewed
1: or rated, um, home security systems out there if i remember correctly or uh, yeah we always yeah yeah we've got um, over a hundred thousand customers we um, do business throughout the southeast so pretty much any state in the southeast we cover and uh, you can find us at pht.com as our website and at power home tech on uh, facebook um, as well all right fantastic well again thank you so much for coming on the show man and
0: I, i um, you know, was so glad we could work this out time-wise cause, you know, I've, I've loved both of your books, like I said, and I just really want – I'm trying to get, you know, authors on the show and just get those – get everyone else to start writing their books, finally.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, again, I appreciate the invite, David. It's great to meet you. and looking forward to continuing to build our relationship together, man. So anything I can do for you, you let me know, my friend. Will do, sir. Thank you very much. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you, and Car Thoughts out.